This episode of The Kramer Show brought to you by ClickCash. Learn to make money using your computer and the click of a mouse. ClickCash pays you to promote some of the world's most popular dating and video chat websites. All you need is a mobile phone or a computer. To get started and to receive a $50 sign-up bonus, go to clickcash.com backslash Kramer with a K. The future is here. Bitch, bitch, we got something for that ass. The future is here. The future is now. This is the future of talk radio. Welcome to the future. The Kramer Show. KramerShow.net. Like what you hear? Click the Patreon button and pledge money to keep the show on the air. This is The Kramer Show on KramerShow.net. What up? It's Kramer. Uh, and joining the show today, uh, Jason, J2. What's up, J2? Still live. J2 was just uh, discussing, if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, um, he had a uh, pacemaker put in um, fairly recently. And uh, since then, has had to go back to the doctor like 8,000 times for different shit. I think it's been three uh, three hospital visits, I think. L- like staying, like checked oh, really? in, admitted, admitted yeah, since then. Uh, what the hell? I didn't know that. Yeah, you twice and, you know, How do you and I, like, we must, I, I must suck as a communicator or, or we must be just shitty friends or I don't know. But I don't know, <laughs> no, I don't know this shit. No, I just don't put it out there. That's why, because it's just like, like the last two times, I didn't even have people come up to the hospital or nothing, because it's just been crazy, one thing after another. How long were you in the hospital the last time? The three days, four days through last Monday, last Sunday through last Thursday, Wednesday. Really? Four what the, days. What the fuck? What, what were you in the hospital for? You don't <laughs> no, have to say go into no, it. I just, I, no, I was just. No, it's just back with the with the. Fast heartbeat and passing out and stuff. So, oh, you passed out again? Yeah, dude, what is going on? You, you would think by now they they would have figured that out. That's dying, why you had I a pacemaker. You. Dying. That's what I told the people. One day they'll <laughs> tune in and then could <laughs> could be the moment. So, where were you when you heard Prince died? Don't say the hospital. Uh, <laughs> No, I think I was at the. I think I was at the doctor's office because I, I didn't think I thought it was real at first. I thought it was just one of those uh, emails, you know, or the story, the fake stories. Yeah. Like I remember a long time ago, I heard like Brittany and Timberlake died in a car accident. And that shit was yeah. fake. I, a couple of fucking asshole DJs did that one, but uh, I I didn't think it was fake because I saw it on uh, one of the iHeart um, websites, and you know they don't they don't put up with that fake shit. They do not do that so i was like what so then you know you start going to you know the usual tmz and sure as shades um he had died and what 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 amazes me i was telling someone earlier is that i i don't know how it works with all the percocets and all those drugs the opiates i don't know how um i don't know how it works that you can be on that stuff for so long and and live how the hell oh i don't know i mean, it, it, <laughs> i guess you just get used to it and it still becomes your way of life i don't know what this stuff i'm going on like i'm literally 
with the medications, they keep switching me back and forth. It's like if I don't tell them, I, I feel like they would have no clue because now, like, my insurance company companies force me to get some through, like, the mail order thing. And it's like, well, if I don't tell CVS that I've got this coming, like, they have no clue to catch anything. What do you so mean? Like the combinations. Oh, oh, really? Because one doctor will put this one and then one doctor will put this one. Well, then some they'll, they'll fill it, say, at the pharmacy, but then they'll say, oh, well, you got to do a mail order for the other one, da 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 through the insurance company. And it's like, well, if they don't know, like, literally the one, when I was there today, they want to switch the one medication out for another one. And then he said, well, let me go talk to see if I can take you off of this other one. It's like, if they don't talk to each other, it's like, he's like, cause that could be causing some of the issues. And it's like, well, holy dude. fuck. But, but see, that's, <laughs> that's a problem. It's like people get that, they give you the medicine and then they give you like 800 pages of stuff and no one reads that stuff. I get it every time I go and get a prescription, man, you get page after page after page. And, and I just think, well, I went to the doctor the doctor gave this shit to me. So is whose responsibility is it for me to, you know, not to die with these mixed prescriptions? Is it yeah, mine? No, yeah, I don't know. It, it's messed up. But the whole thing with him, with the uh, with the pain pills, and there was something else that said, oh, he had a fear of elevators and stuff. It's just a whole weird story. Well, I mean, he was just a weird dude. I mean, he was a weird dude all around. Uh, and from what his supposed drug dealer said, I don't know if you saw that on um, the Daily Mail, uh, but they, they they interviewed supposedly the guy who was his drug dealer for a long time. And he said that Prince had been on this stuff since back in the 80s. And he asked Prince one time, because he would spend like $40,000 at one time. And he said, you know, as a drug dealer for the guy, I, he goes, I always found that you don't get into what they, you know, you don't get into personal stuff. And if they talk personal stuff, then you just listen and kind of go, yeah, whatever. And he said he was kind of that way with Prince, but Prince every now and then would preach to him. And the guy would say, well, you you know, you're preaching to me, and but you're doing all these drugs. What, I mean, what about what about your physical being? And Prince said, that's why I eat so healthy, because I'm doing this bad thing to my body. So this, you know, so my nutrition has to be, you know, extremely well planned and thought out. So that's what I give myself, you know, on the other end is the drugs. And he was talking about mainly Percocet. And I don't know. I've never I've never been on drugs like that. I don't know what it's like, but man, it must be phenomenal it must be a phenomenal high because people just i mean they it's like heroin they it's it's they, what what don't they call percocet like um hillbilly heroin or so or is it oxycontin or one of those i don't know i've never heard of it referred to that but i mean i know a lot of people with the vicodin that do the same thing sit there and just eat it like candy and well, I mean, the, you know, what? I, I guess you take it like heroin, right? Like you take it and your your body just goes like numb and you don't you don't really, you know, there's you're not worried about anything and they said that he was so he was so shy and um he had stage fright and he would be so shy he couldn't even be in a room with like five people. So he would, you know, every time he had to go out into public for some reason, he would pop these pills. And then it's like anything, you take you know a pill for a certain amount of time, then you need more and more and more. Um, so I don't know, I I don't know that that whole. 
I, I, again, I just can't picture someone being on a drug like that for that many years and yeah, functioning. I, I don't know. I mean, give me that guy's number for the show. I'll try it. What the hell? Can't hurt him. Have you ever have you ever done painkillers? I've never I've never had no, a painkiller. Nothing, nothing that, nothing like just for fun. I mean, I've had it after some surgeries and stuff, um, but nothing, nothing for like leisure. A long time ago, I went uh, I went into the hospital for uh, booze, and I was so stressed out. And, and you know, my, what's that? I just think I've been in the hospital a lot. They've never given me booze. So I I'm, I mean like I'm, I'm, I'm I had uh, uh, relapsed I was drinking I drank for weeks and I was I, I wasn't sleeping I wasn't eating and uh, it was terrible and I go to the hospital and I'm way stressed out everything is on my nerves I think I'm gonna die all this stuff and they finally get me back there and they give me an IV of Ativan and I have never felt that good in my whole life I mean I just felt like you know. I, I it was an intense high and I was like way calm and everything was funny and I thought I was funny it was like a mix of doing cocaine and sleeping pills all at the same time and so I can't imagine you know <laughs> for for fun just popping some of that stuff and I I can't imagine going through my day on any drug you no I I I don't know. I, it's never been my thing, so I guess I don't know. I mean, maybe if I, I'd have a different opinion if I, you know. We should try it, it bro. Something. We should try it. I, actually, I told you, give me that guy's number. I'll, I'll try it. But but you don't I'm need thinking, downers. You need uppers. Like you need cocaine. <laughs> you need fucking um, speed crank cocaine. Like you know something like that. I think uh, you know. I was thinking though, if that guy's re- if he's really spending forty grand at a time, how hard is how hard is that guy really trying to have a heart to heart with him? Like you know, maybe you should cut this out. Yeah, right. No, he doesn't want. No, the guy said he didn't want to. He, you know, he would just uh, Prince would start talking about Jesus, and he would just sit there and go, yeah, 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 whatever. You know, he just wanted the money and to give him the dope and and get the hell out of there. And now, you know, I read today where uh, his sister they say he did not have a will, and I guess his sister is going to get all that, and she's going to be in control of all his music. Well, they said that. If there is nothing that in Minnesota, it's automatically split up between the relatives. So even if they're, even if that's a full sister, and then there's half siblings. There's like six people. They said it'll be oh. split up evenly, no matter who. Uh, like even if one is more blood related than the other, they were saying that even the there's like a half brother who died or something. I think there's a half brother and a half sister that died, and the one's got a kid. And they're saying because of the way the law works there, that they'll be entitled to the same share. Wonder why he didn't have a. I mean, surely he. You would think somebody like that would have a team of people that would sit him down and say, "Look, you know, you got to have some kind of paperwork." They said that he changes people all the time, but he kept firing and switching people because he didn't like the way, the like the way they were managing him or or doing whatever. They said that, uh, but even him, like they said that he could add so much more money than than he even had it, but he just didn't want to take advantage of like licensing and all that stuff. So it'll be uh, interesting to see how it all plays out. Let me ask you something. Would you have if would you have sucked his dick? Would you have sucked Prince's cock? Don't do it now. Huh? I'll do it now. Yeah. Mix me up a little bit of ashes and a shot. I mean I gotta tell you, I I don't know. There's something about that guy. There's something about it. I mean uh 
You know, it's funny is uh, one of these comedians came through the company. Uh, you know, the, I work for a radio station, and, and she came through, and her name was Tammy Pescade- Pescatelli. She told this story. I, I wish I had the audio. I'd pull it up and play it for you. Uh, she was at the Roxy in L.A. It was like 1993, 94. And, um, and by the way, this woman was beautiful. I mean, like, she, she's almost like my age. but Or actually, she's, ident- she's actually my age, 46. And she was just one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in person. She was just stunning. And she said that she, she and her friend were at the Roxy in L.A., 1993. They go into this place, and Prince is in there. And he's up in kind of like a DJ booth uh, area just by himself. And this guy came down and said, hey, Prince wants to meet you. And she's like, oh, my God. And she goes, I, I'm a Prince fanatic. I, I've always loved him. I, I knew everything about him, et cetera. And she goes, I go in there. Prince is sitting down in a chair sucking on a lollipop. And I open up the, the thing of the door, and he points to the seat next to him with a lollipop, and I go over there. And she goes, I sat there for about 45 minutes to an hour, and I tried to talk to him. I said, I, I just want to let you know, your music is so fantastic. Everything about it, it's, it's blah, blah, blah. And he, he didn't say a word. And after 45 minutes, she's like, okay, well, uh, I, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And she gets up to leave. And um, she, the, the bodyguard says, what are you doing? Where are you going? And she goes, well, he doesn't talk. And, and he said, no, he's Prince. He doesn't talk to anybody. And she goes, uh, no, I, I have all of his albums. I know for a fact, yes, he does. And Prince laughed. And they let her go. And she goes back down onto the dance floor with her friend. And they asked her like twice to come hang back there. So it's 1993. At that time, I, I guess Carmen Electra wasn't well known, but Carmen Electra comes up to her and her friend on the dance floor and says, Prince and I want you to come back uh, and hang with us. So they were basically saying, we're all going to bang Prince, and she turned them down. And I was like, who, who does that? <laughs> who in their right mind turn that probably is one of maybe two times in that man's life that he ever got turned down they say that uh that's how because now you're hearing a lot of stories about people and their encounters or whatever and they're saying that he was really like that's how he was like he would summon people if you want to call it that and then he would tell them where to, where to sit and then it, he would be and some people the same thing would wait like forever like uh what am I doing here? And then he would decide if he's going to, you know, what he's going to talk to you or what he's going to say. And it was like a few words. Yeah, it's like the epitome of cool. I, I, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Jimmy Fallon was telling the story. There were two stories that Jimmy Fallon told that were so great. But the, the last one that I uh, saw today, um, he said that Prince challenged him to a ping pong match. And Jimmy had just had his baby. And Questlove got a phone call from Prince's people one night and goes, uh, Prince would like to challenge Jimmy to, uh, you know, a game of ping pong. And Jimmy and, and Questlove is like, okay, well, you know, he did just have a baby. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we know, but we don't care. We want to hook up. So long story short, this went on for like two weeks. They were trying, Prince was kept trying to set up a ping pong match with Jimmy Fallon. So finally... 
uh, Jimmy Fallon, it's like 1230 at night. The phone rings, and it's his people, and he goes, meet me down here at this certain street. And he said it was Susan Sarandon's club. It's like a ping pong club. I'm not shitting you. (laughs) And so Jimmy Fallon shows up at this place. They go back uh, through a curtain, and it's Jimmy Fallon and Prince. And Prince is in a full double-vested blue suit. And essentially, long story short, Prince kicked his ass at ping pong. The last point, the ball fell off the table. Jimmy went to get it. He turns around. Prince is vanished. And he's like, where the fuck did he go? So Questlove is late. He's right outside. They meet um, limo to limo. (laughs) Prince pulls down the window. And Questlove goes, what the hell happened? And Prince said, ask your boy. And then put the window down and the limo took off. Just weird shit like that. Like, who the fuck sets up a ping pong match, you know, with somebody? (laughs) It takes two weeks to set up a ping pong match with Prince. I don't, they say like uh, I think it was yesterday. I was watching. Uh, I was flipping through and watched a little bit of uh, Wendy Williams in the morning, and she said the same thing. Like she met him twice, and it was the same thing. Like summoned basically at like ten thirty, eleven at night after she's basically done with her day. But she's like, you know, it's it's Prince, so you go, and it's like, you know, I wonder how much of that was him just being like, let me see what I can get these people to do. <laughs> right, like a sense of humor. Like okay, well, you know, people have this yeah idea. Kevin Williams, I think. Well, no, not Kevin uh, Williams, but um, who played Silent Bob? What's his name? Um, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Have you seen the pic or the uh, video of him talking about all that stuff? No. It's. I mean, I. I. I love. I. I didn't. And by the way, uh, speaking of Prince, I didn't realize how much how much mu- of his music I actually knew until this weekend because I. Uh, I have Sirius. And I'm listening to uh, the Prince Tribute Channel. And, dude, I I listen to it all weekend long. And there are just countless songs that, that, that he wrote, that he sang, that he performed on, that you have no idea. And you're like, holy shit. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, do you remember the song, like, in 1991, Tevin Campbell, Round and Round? I remember the song. I didn't know he was a part of that. Yeah, I guess he wrote it, and then he actually performed on it. And I was like, wow, I, n- I never would have thought that. Uh, yeah, no, there were so many that they kept coming up with a list. You know, they kept showing all the stuff that he was a part of, and yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Were you, were you not that big of a uh, Prince fan? No, I was. I I, I mean, to as, as much as you want to call it. I mean, like I, I thought I knew a lot more, same thing like you. I knew a lot more than I, than I thought I knew, but one of the best – like cds that i have is it was the the it's called like the hits and the b-sides where it just had like basically you know all the songs you think you know but there was so many more on there that they had got covered and stuff that i didn't even realize yeah that's one i want to get and i went to uh i went to a couple of stores this weekend and nobody had any prints i was like wow <laughs> um, yeah when i was i went to best buy and they had it all like all moved up to the front and i was like oh, i'm trying to capitalize yeah well i mean you know uh, people were wanting it. I I was. I, I didn't think to go to Best Buy, uh, but I I probably should have. But um, and two some of the it. performances. What? 
it's it's hard to find music in a Best Buy anymore. It's hard to find. I, I was telling somebody like at Best Buy, like I was looking at some computer stuff. I literally could have walked out. Like I got no acknowledgement. Like I was looking at computers and I was looking at like some of the bigger TVs and like not one person came by. At Best like, Buy? Yeah. I was like, man, I could have just walked up. I was like, I could have walked out the door and with whatever before they would have realized that I actually had something. It was it was crazy. I, I don't even like that, going into Best Buy because of the opposite. Because every time I go in there, there's like eight people that come up and they're like, hey, what we're going to do for you? Can I show you this? I, I, I hate that. Leave me yeah, the fuck no, this alone. One, this one was totally opposite. I mean, it's basically, they, for me, they basically became a showroom for the internet. And that's kind of their problem. Like, I'll go in there, see what I want. And then I come home and see, okay, where can I buy it cheaper? Yeah, I think a lot of people are that way. Uh, and by the way, what's sad about music is, um, so I'm, I'm talking to, um, a friend of mine today and she goes, have you heard the new filter? And I was like, yeah, I love filter. And I had, I didn't even know they had a new album out. And she was like, yeah. And, uh, so I started looking online and, uh, our program director throws the, the CD out of his office. I'm like, holy shit, give me that. So I, I put it on my desk and I'm like, cool. I'll listen to this on my way home. Oh, I pull up YouTube and I type in filter, um, I forget the name of the album. And it's already up on YouTube, the entire album. And Amy goes, yeah, now, like, when when they release a CD uh, in, like, a day or two, the whole thing is up on YouTube. Do you know how easy it is to pull an MP3 from YouTube and put it on a, on a disc or, or, or your drive or anywhere else, for that matter? It's so fucking easy. I, and it really irritates the shit out of me that people now have that kind of access to music a day after it's released it's insane how does youtube get away with that shit and you know i mean that's you're basically stealing it crazy eyes it's called actually that's it yeah 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 april 8th it was released um no i don't know because i've had videos on there before where i had just like a little clip on there and they made me pull it down for uh you know copyright violations but I mean, I how does that work? Do they have to ask the record company, or do they just go fuck it? You know, it's because I've noticed a lot of the print stuff now is up. A lot of the performances and a lot of the music that you couldn't get before, and so now that he's dead, you know, like before, I would look up, I would look up print stuff. You would never fucking find it on YouTube, never. But now, and it, and it used to be you had to like on YouTube, you had to have to like mess it, you'd have to like speed it up or change it a little bit. And then they would let it stay up there, but yeah, now it seems like it's just like, you know, maybe the maybe the music companies are stopped. Uh, I don't know, know man. Has, has stopped going because they say that the money now is in touring. You know. It's yeah. Not on the well, sales. even even like now uh, that Prince died, uh, you know, he sold sixty thousand copies of I think Purple Rain, um, and that was enough to put him. In like the number one, two, three, four, and five position for album sales, and I'm like, holy shit! Back in the day, man. I mean, you know, remember as early or as recent as like NSYNC, and you know, back in the early 2000s, they'd put an album out, and you know, the number one place you'd have to sell at least like 200,000 to be in that upper echelon. But now, fuck! I mean, you could sell a thousand records, and it's like. You're in the top ten. Yeah, no, it's it's not. I look at that like I'll watch every once in a while. I look at that charts like that, that hits daily double or whatever on the charts, and yeah, it'll be like twenty thousand 
<laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like that's number one. It used to be you used to have people would drop CDs and get like a million or whatever. It's like those days are those days are done, except for except for stupid Beyonce who probably hit a million this week. But uh, I know that fucking <clears throat> Limonati. <laughs> the best part about that was, did you see the people going after Rachel Ray? Is it Rachel Ray or Rachel no. Roy? Rachel Roy is the right person. Okay. But people are so stupid that they're going after Rachel Ray because they think that's who it is. Now, can you give me and everybody else listening a little like a, a, a cliff note explanation of what's going on with the Beyonce? Because I don't know that I fully understand it. Okay. Do you remember a couple of years ago when there was like the fight in the elevator? You remember hearing about that? Okay, was, somebody was, mentioned that. So if I were to type, I'm on YouTube now. So I type in Beyonce. Probably no, you probably look up Jay Z fight in elevator or Jay-Z. or Jay Z and Solange, which is S O L A N G, because it was Jay Z, Beyonce, and Solange, which is her sister in the elevator, and then she starts attacking Jay Z. Well, supposedly that was because of him having an affair or messing around with this Rachel Roy chick. Okay. Right. Who's by the way? So, who who the fuck is Rachel Roy? She's like uh, I think she's in the she might be in a fashion or something. I think she used to be married to Dame Dash, who was when Jay Z was Rockefeller record, and his business partner was Dame Dash. That was his wife, I think. Okay, so the that, person. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to really make sense of this. So I'm watching the video. The per the woman Solange cool. on the video is Beyonce's sister. Okay, so the, okay, I'm watching it now. So that's the sister. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. I think she like spits on him and then. Whoa, she's fucking going him. off, man! Right. Kicking so this him. Was, yeah, and that's like a year and a half, two years ago. I don't remember how long ago. Okay. Well, then now, she Beyonce this week drops that CD with all that talking about the, uh, just talking about a bunch of cheating and having an affair and da 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 and whatever. And then one of the lines is something like, he something like he only loves me when I'm not there or something. He better go call Becky with the good hair, which <laughs> Becky is a term for, you know, white white chick or whatever. Uh. So so everyone thinks that it's is uh that he's she's talking about that Rachel Roy chick. Okay, I'm right? gonna I'm gonna look up Rachel Roy. Uh yeah. go ahead. So anyway, so everyone so then people they call it the beehive or whatever, which is all her little followers and shit. I guess started going off on that chick on Instagram and Twitter and wherever else you can YouTube wherever you can do whatever you wherever you can bitch to people or whatever. Well, then some of the people are so stupid that they got her confused with Rachel Ray. So then they start. <laughs> Could you so imagine Jay Z Jay Z fucking Rachel Ray? <laughs> so there was like people like, oh, I used to like fajitas, but now I'm never eating your shit again. Da 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 Like, and they're like going and posting pictures of like lemons and lemonade <laughs> and bees and stuff like all over like all over her shit okay yeah now what's funny is in the google search when you when you type in um uh rachel rachel roy beyonce if you go down to like the fifth one it's a picture of rachel ray beyonce and rachel roy so it's got them all three there that's funny yeah, so it's just been. But that, but that, that uh, Rachel Roy looks almost Indian. She doesn't even look like a. She's Hispanic or Indian looking. She doesn't look like a white chick. As far as they know, she's not black, and it's all the same. <laughs> she's good she looking does. though. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, by the way, uh, let me get this out of the way. Click Cash uh, is a sponsor to the show, and I'm glad to have them. I, I probably need to send Jason and his heart a check uh, eventually. Click Cash launched in 1996 with the goal of teaching anybody how to make money using a computer in the click of a mouse. As the internet's grown, so have the opportunities to make money using your phone, computer, or tablet. J2, you should look into this. Uh, Click Cash will teach you and pay you to promote some of the world's most popular online dating and video chat websites. Uh, you'll get a buck for every new email lead uh, and up to $200 for every new member you refer from your computer. Uh, Click Cash has already generated millions of dollars for over 200,000 happy entrepreneurs. They pay you on time every week to promote proven websites that generate millions of dollars every year. Click Cash provides and teaches you everything you need to get started for free. Enjoy free one-on-one support and all the tips and tools you'll need to make money from your phone or computer. There's no cost to you at all. You don't have to have any money up front. And um, whether you're super experienced or a newbie to the internet, you too can make the money. And just for signing up to Click Cash, you will get $50 deposited into your account right now for free. So go to clickcash.com backslash Kramer with a K. So... They don't know if she if um, he actually cheated on her J two so it's like um it's just kind of specul okay okay so there's never been like a story that proved that JC Jay Z ever cheated on Beyonce right there's no video yet and then and then the the skeptics everyone thinks that you know they all say oh well they're just you know milking this for as much as they can for because remember they I mean they already did it once they went out on tour together which didn't sell as good as they wanted it to. And then, you know, it, everything these days is what we're just talking about. you you got to do whatever you can to make money in that industry and controversy sells. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know the whole – I don't get the whole Beyonce thing. It's just not mine. You know, I, I mean, I get why people like her and, and stuff. I don't get it. I, I mean, I, I don't understand why Beyonce is such a, a megastar or whatever. Uh, and is Jay-Z – still relevant today i mean i mean you know he's in a lot of different uh you know he's got he's got his hands in a lot of different pots yeah i mean uh, even that even that cd was only was released on that title which is he's a you know a investor in or part owner of or whatever um you know, so. did you see the uh you're you're in detroit so did you see the tyler collins deal where he flips off the crowd i i saw a little bit of it yeah Dude, if you have not watched that video, holy fuck, I, I it's the, so funny. I saw like the little, you know, the GIF or whatever where they keep replaying it over and over and over. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, you should look it up online. Uh, he, Tyler Collins is the center fielder for the uh, for the Detroit Tigers. They're last The other night they were playing the White Sox, and so they ding one out into center field, and Tyler Collins runs up to it, and he gets about 10 feet away from the ball, and the ball drops in front of him. And so the guy in the left field comes over. Anyway, they botch the play, and the crowd starts booing. And Tyler Collins, not only does he put up his middle finger, he waves it around like 180 degrees. So he wants the he wants he wants to make sure that everybody sees him saying "fuck off." He's like spanning it around. I'm like, man, that took some balls. Because now you know it's not like they were picking on you. You just you fucked up big time. 
You know what's funny is last year when I when I came down uh, when you did that uh, home opener thing down there for uh-huh. the you know at the, and uh, we went to the game afterwards and it was funny these people by us kept yelling at the at the players and you know finally this one player just like had enough and started cussing them back out <laughs> you know and and you know it was like you know he started just talking shit like that's why I'm down here motherfucker and you're up there not at all this shit. And I was like, man, that's kind of in somewhat it was cool because it's like you know this, these guys aren't aren't in the major league yet, or whatever. And it's like you can get away with that shit, but you know it's like so you can kind of expect it because they haven't been through that. They're not on that level yet to where they're pros. But in the to see it, it's how often do you ever see. You don't see it very often in the majors. No, so yeah, yeah, somebody goes like, to, back off against cool. the crowd. <laughs> yeah, to lose your to lose your cool like that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I I don't know I I. By the way, can you explain the phenomenon? And and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I I was watching, I don't know, Fox News or one of them last night, and I realized, you know, the whole Donald Trump phenomenon has lost some steam. I don't know why that is, but it's not like a top-of-the-mind thing now all day. You notice that? Yeah, well, two things I think real quick. One, one last thing about the Collins thing is like, all I would have done after that shit, I would have went home or whatever, or wherever you post to Twitter, and I'd have posted a picture of my paycheck. That'd have been a fuck you enough. <laughs> but anyways, um, I think, it, it, to be honest, I think some people are thinking, holy shit, this fucker might become president. <laughs> and yeah. I think now people are starting to be like, what the fuck is gonna happen now? And I, I mean, I got some friends that are gonna. I mean, they they got the signs all over the yard. They've been buying shirts. I mean, they're posting all kinds of crazy shit. Like the other day, I was I was like, dude, you know, it's a fake picture, right? It was like a picture of like Hillary shaking hands with Bin Laden. And oh my like, god! I'm like, dude, you know, whatever, believe what you want to believe, but just so you know, it's a fake, it's a fake picture. Because <laughs> you know, but that's how they are. They're like, oh, how could we ever have this be a president and stuff like that? You know, and it's just like. Yeah, it's. I think it just gets old after a while. I mean, I think it lasted a lot longer than any of us thought it would. But I think it's just. Yeah. And the other thing is, he's mellowed out. I mean, he's he's becoming more, if you want to call it, like turning into a politician almost. He's yeah. not saying the the crazy shit that uh, you know, that he was before as well, much. Well, I think I think he still says it, but I but I think everybody's heard it now. You know, it's okay. Well, now it's been almost what a year coming up. <laughs> Uh, he's been out there saying this crazy shit, and so it's kind of like repetitive at this point. It's almost like scripted. By the way, um, uh, I happen to see this. Uh, the headline on Fox News uh, right now says, Prince may be worth much less than previously estimated. Well, 300, 300 million originally, and then now they're saying around 150. Well, I mean, God damn it. I mean, how much do you expect? To, but, but, but. If you okay, let's say that face value—that's what he's worth. Think about all the fucking music that he's got in the quote, quote, air quote, quote vault, and all the rights to the music that's out there now. Uh, you, I mean, you got to be talking half a half a billion dollars. You would think, probably, yeah, probably probably more. It'll probably be more than that once they start, you know, releasing rights and things like that. Things that he would never go for. Just no, the music said, alone in the vault. I mean, if he's got a thousand songs, which is what I heard, you know, he's got a thousand songs in a vault somewhere. Holy fuck! Well, I heard it's way more than a thousand. But even, even, but even with the music that's been put out, giving rights to that to like commercials and shit like that. I mean, TV shows. 
you know, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, how much money do you fucking journey make off of that fucking don't stop right moving? that's true yeah shit like that's got to be man um i mean that, that you're talking about uh, enough money that you could classify it as a corporation at this point oh the money is its own business for sure the catalog will be its own i mean that's a whole other thing too did you hear that whole and i don't know i haven't like looked into this at all but did you hear the people that say oh michael jackson got his music back or something from sony da 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 all this bullshit and then fucking ends up dead and prince something just did something with warner brothers and ends up dead no you know so he got all those conspiracy oh uh, yeah so it's yeah like, warner brothers had him in, murdered yeah i haven't looked into like that to see like that's like true or anything like that not not that they had him murdered but that if there was just kind of kind of settlement or whatever it says Prince <clears throat> Prince sold over 100 million albums in his lifetime, according to Warner Music. Uh, and Polestar, a concert industry magazine, said that in the years that his tours topped the charts, 10 years over four decades performing, the tours ranked uh, raked in $225 million in ticket sales. Prince's best earning touring year, uh, when he took in $87.4 million, was 2004, the year he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and two decades after the soundtrack of uh, Purple Rain went multi-platinum. Um, I thought that he would have sold more when I saw that. I thought 100 million to me. I thought it was low. I thought it would have been way more than that. That's up there, dude. I mean, that's you know, fuck. Think about that. 100 million. Um, Eminem sold 100 million. He's did no he really? Yeah, over that. He's, no he's shit. Over. I think he did like 80 or something just in the U.S. I think I could be wrong. That you can look it up if you want. But you know, he's and he's no prince. I say a lot less music. Yeah. But no. But did, and then you hear the people that say that. With Prince, that that's why he would do these pop up concerts and stuff once in a while, just to get like in, you know influx of cash coming in. It's just crazy if that's true. You know, but back to what you just said. You just said that uh, you know Eminem is no Prince. L- let me ask you something because I was driving around. And my wife and I were running around the other day, and I said, you know, I, I said, I said, first of all, I said, can you b- believe that Prince is dead? And she's like, you're so goofy. And I was like, why? And she goes, what do you care? And I, I go. Well, I mean, it's it sucks. I was like, think about it. Uh, one of the icons of my generation, of your generation, uh, uh, one of the icons, another one is gone. Michael Jackson was definitely an icon. Say what you want, but the fucker, you know, he was. And so Prince is gone. Who else that's uh, of an iconic stature is still alive, all right? So let's let's have this conversation. Who would you say is still alive, uh, and it doesn't have to be music, it can just be in general, that you would give icon status to? I would say Paul McCartney. You, Paul McCartney is definitely the, one. That was the one that came to my head, Paul McCartney. Madonna. Uh, yeah. Even though, you know, she I may know, not be relevant. Like huh? I know. I don't have to like the person, but... But I yeah, mean, no, yeah, you can't argue that Madonna is, you know, she's an icon. <clears throat> would you say? Would you say Pam Anderson is an icon? I don't think so. If she died today, would how long would she be in the press? <laughs> what a uh, shitty question. <laughs> I just had to Google to make sure she still was alive. Um, it would okay. be. It depends on how she dies. If she if she just died, like uh, OD, she OD. Yeah, couple days. All right, give me another. Give me some more. Um, 
What about, no, what makes an icon though? I mean, is like just their impact, like they're just how big they are. I mean, because if you're gonna go like that, you're gonna look at people like fucking Mariah Carey, unfortunately. I mean, she's done a fucking ton of, ton of number one music, ton of sales. Well, Whitney she's Houston died, and Whitney Houston was an icon. I mean, I would consider Whitney Houston an icon when she died. Um, it's just somebody that, in general, everybody knows. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, I feel like a, a, definitely I, a household name that everybody in the house would know. I feel like it's fucking. Uh, it almost all seems like it's all music people, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you can, you can, you can, if you think about, okay, sports, movies, like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is an icon. You know? I mean, he definitely. What about Michael Jordan? Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to put Michael Jordan in there. That's a good one. Kim Kardashian. Oh, fuck me running. 800 million followers. (laughs) Fuck, she's got. That's a great question. Do you put somebody like that? in icon status because everybody knows her everybody i mean she's rich and she's 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 famous worldwide so would you would you put kim kardashian in underneath underneath the iconic status it's gotta be way at the bottom yeah it's gotta be way at the fucking bottom I don't know. I mean, like I said, there's people that I think it depends on who you're asking too. I mean, there's people that love fucking Bruce Springsteen. That fucking yeah, yeah. Ugh. You know. Yeah, he would definitely be an icon. Did, did you, speaking of that, way off topic. I texted you last week about Stevie Wonder. Did you ever answer my question? Why did he have a watch on? Yes. Where Where it was, was that? It was on like uh, CNN. I think maybe Anderson Cooper. Maybe you can find it. He was on there last week, and then Anderson said, "Can you can you you're by a piano? Do you want to play something?" And he's like, "No, I'll get too broke up." Oh, I you know I saw that I saw that interview. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't like it was like a Apple Watch, and it was just like a regular fucking watch. Yeah, he's probably got, he's probably got people that fucking you know. I mean, he's Stevie <laughs> Wonder. He's got people that dress him. I'm sure. Tell me what time this says. <laughs> <laughs> that's your job. That's that's right. <laughs> um. So so we said Mike Michael Jordan. Stevie Wonder's a good one. You have to, you have to put him on, you know, in there. I don't know. I just thought it would, you know, uh, we don't have to talk about it all day, but I just thought it would be uh a good question to, to throw out there because there's not a whole lot of people that are is more that are more iconic than Prince. What about Bill Gates? Remember well, Remember, it was a huge deal when Steve Jobs died. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd have to I guess you have to say Bill Gates too, right? I mean, I don't know because there's different people that impact the world in different ways, you know. Yeah, it, I don't know. Sadly, today in pop culture, you know, you you can be tan mom almost and be fucking. <laughs> be a fucking strictly, icon. Yeah, I mean, if you go strictly pop culture, I mean, just you got. Reality stars become just huge, you know. You got people on fucking YouTube that are, you know, making a million dollars a year from their YouTube channel for nothing. Yeah, there's there's a guy that my kid watches. Um, what's his fucking name? What about that damn Daniel shit? Oh my god, You're- it's it, isn't it crazy? Like nowadays, people are famous uh, and they're ultra famous for literally a day, you know, and then and then they're just gone. 
And the, I, I always said, you know, somebody should do a TV show on some of these online people that become like really, really famous. Like, what was the guy who was leave Britney alone? That guy, remember? Yeah. I mean, he was he was really famous for just such a short time, but during that week or whatever it was. Everybody was talking about him, and everybody was doing "Leave Britney alone." There were people doing fake videos and all this stuff. And then, so you okay? You got to ask yourself if that's you. How do you parlay that into actually, monet, you know, money? How do you translate that into something? How do you use it? And I'll guarantee you, ninety-nine percent of those people probably go on to never do jack shit. Chris Crocker was that guy's name? Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, with those people like that, like I would love, I think that somebody should do a show just on follow-ups. Like I used to watch, like when I'd watch like that extreme home makeover show, I'd be like, what are these people going to do with this fucking house? I'd like to see them go back five years later and see how, you know, all these people they saved, they're back in the, you know, probably lost the house and, (laughs) you know, okay. So like you, you go, you go to Chris Crocker and you go, okay, well, here's what made him famous. And that was 10 years ago. Think about it. It probably was, you know, fucking 10 years ago. And so now we catch up with him. Um, here we are 10 years later, Chris Crocker. And boom, you know, now he weighs 300 pounds and he's homeless. And he's got a crack habit. Tell me you wouldn't want to watch that. <laughs> I, th- I feel like there's a show there just following up with all these people. Yeah. Oh, what about Oprah Winfrey? What do you mean? Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I mean that that would be that would be one of the biggest. What if Oprah Winfrey died of a heroin overdose? Would she be in the news longer than Prince? Whew. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> if it was fucking heroin. <laughs> I, I I mean I you'd be like, oh you keep the weight on, but whatever. Yeah. I'd love to see Oprah on heroin. God, it'd be great. Uh, hey, this Chris Crocker dude cleaned up. Did he really? <laughs> I'm surprised. Good looking? Yeah, it hit it. <laughs> nice teeth. Got some nice porcelain veneers going. <laughs> Little Justin Timberlake wavy hair. We're okay. I got to see Chris Crocker. All right. Chris Crocker, 2016. Oh, he looks like fucking Justin Timberlake, man. <laughs> Look, serious? Uh, no, that's what I'm. Wow. I wonder what he's... I mean, like, I wonder, does he have, still have a YouTube channel that people go to and watch and, you know? I mean, I wonder if he's still... If, as far as we this. know, the guy may be making a million dollars a year just putting up dumb videos, you know, riding the success of being Chris Crocker. And and as retarded as it is to say that, it's possible. You know you've made it in your life when the first line of your Wikipedia is, Chris Crocker is American internet celebrity. <laughs> Oh, that's, you know, let me, I want to, speaking of that, let me check to see if, when we were talking about the Rachel Roy thing earlier, they said that her, the people went crazy on her Wikipedia. They were like day, you know, day of death, um, April, whatever Sunday was, April. Oh my God. Let it fucking go. Listen. And it said, and it said died underneath a lemonade stand. Oh my God. People went crazy on her. Wow. Which we call it. Let me see if they changed it. I, think, I bet you they edited it now. Yeah, Chris Crocker looks like an even gayer version of Justin Timberlake. That's exactly what he looks like. A broke? Does he look like a broke Justin Timberlake? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. Look at the It's crazy. It's weird. All right. By Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. You got to give, right? I mean, you'd have to give them iconic status. I guess. I don't know what the hell Angelina Jolie does. I <laughs> Yeah, it just, she she used to be hot. That's all. That's it. She, I mean, she used to be so hot that people look at her in the year 2016 and say, yeah, she's an icon. So that's pretty fucking hot. Well, what about just last week they said about Jennifer Aniston being... Uh, yeah, most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. Do you get that? No. I, I always thought she was beautiful, and she is, still is beautiful, but she is not the most beautiful woman in the world. Come on. Well, no, that's what I think. I've always thought she's good looking, and I like I've, like her eyes or something else, I think. But I feel like she's she's definitely good looking, but I feel like she's like a normal hot. Yeah, know, like, like, the, like the girl next door. She's, you know, brunette, whatever. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. I would, I would eat her butthole. I would, I would put my tongue right in that hole. She's into it. She's into it. Ass, she ass eating? Yeah. yeah. I feel like you just call her probably, I think. Cause, yeah. You know. Hey, Jen, what's going on? Oh, okay. Look, hey, um, I was just wondering, you, could I come over and eat your butthole? Can yeah, I eat she butthole? has it. I, I don't know if you, you never saw this. She, I saw it before. I'll send you a picture. It's like a, she has a bench that's just tongues. That's what she's huh. into. Well. Right now, right now takes it with her everywhere she goes, like tour bus, all that shit. Not tour bus, but the movie bus and all that. You know, I ate Chris Crocker's butthole one time. You did? Yeah, and it, it tasted like, um, you ever have um, Big League Chew? It tasted I just like that. Had, I have had Big League Chew. Yeah, it was just like that. It tasted, tasted and smelled just like it. It was amazing. What flavor? What flavor Big League Chew? Though? Grape. Oh, grape's the best. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if, if it was just that original yeah, that's, <laughs> Big you League know, Chew. Very boring, you know. I If, I, if I've licked... You know, a uh, hundred assholes in my life. You know, you get the one that's on the grape end. That's the that's the juicy one. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like just just having just a bunch of strings of grape juiciness in your fucking mouth. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Just hearing you say that uh, ignites the you know my jaws. They start uh, tasting that that sweet sour juice. And my mouth gets all wet. <clears throat> yeah, well, dude, it takes me back. Yeah, I'm, you'll probably have Big League Chew as a sponsor. I'm sure, probably after this endorsement. Um, you're goddamn right, uh, ladies and gentlemen from Detroit Rock City, J two, J two, fantastic performance today, sir. <laughs> uh, and go to the doctor and get that heart thing worked out. We want to have you around. I love you. No, just keep tuning in until the day I die on a podcast because this will be my memory to to Lila. What well, What do you want? As I mean, if if you were to die, uh, what? How would you want me to remember you on the on the podcast? Would you like a musical thing or, you know, yeah, just all music, just all rap, like hardcore, the, uh, you know, all fucking hardcore. One NWA, uh, <clears throat> then uh, we fucking Tupac, yeah. Old school. Fuck we need yeah. the old school. Some biggie. Ice some biggie. Cubes, you got to throw some biggie in there. Ice Cube for biggie. sure. Got to have Eminem represent my hometown. You could throw some Kid Rock in there represent my hometown. Okay. okay. Play that Boys from the South that we used to always play. That's not really rap, but fucking. Great song. Got to have that. And then uh, Down with the King, that old Run DMC. Yeah, all you right. Can even, 
you know, you could throw a little Beastie Boys in there. And then just make sure you divide up all my assets evenly between my daughter and my daughter. It's the same daughter, so she gets everything. Okay. Er everyone else, fuck them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right, well, I love you. Uh, we'll talk soon, my friend. And uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Um, uh, on iTunes, it will do wonders if you um, give us a five-star rating. Really appreciate that, and um, thank you to clickcash.com. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. All right, dude. Later. See ya. Bye. The Kramer Show Podcast. What's going on in there? Have a comment? Call the voicemail. 419-777-1121. This is The Kramer Show. This is simple. Join us or pursue your present course and face obliteration.